I want to kick off today's Real Talk Friday with a quote for you. The most successful people make their day-to-day decisions not based on their moods, their negative thoughts, their energy levels, or circumstances. They make their day-to-day decisions based on their goals and values. That's a quote from my friend Chris Friesen, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. If this is your first time listening to the Legendary Life Podcast, welcome back to the show. (laughs) Welcome back if it's your first time listening. That should tell you how off my game I am right now. And I'll get into that story in a second. But what I want to tell you is this. What we usually talk about on the Legendary Life Podcast is how to prevent disease, how to live a longer, healthier life, and how to do it with science-based information. Real science-based information, not the stuff that low-carb and keto people tell you that you got to eat powdered organ meats in capsule form or put butter in your coffee, but real science, not internet science. But on Real Talk Fridays, we dive into the core of what it means to be successful in life. And I'm not talking about successful as weight loss or making money. I'm talking about achieving that peak state where you feel like I'm really living my life. I'm really on top of the world. That's what I want for you. And that's what everything that we do is really about, isn't it? We make money because we believe that money is going to help us to experience that feeling. We believe we we get into relationships because we believe that's going to help us experience that feeling. We want to lose weight or get into shape because we believe doing that will help us experience that feeling, that feeling like I am really living life. I am really doing this. But far too often what happens to people is they have big goals, big plans, big dreams, and they just can't make them happen. And what you may ask yourself if you resonate with that And I know I resonate with that because I spent most of my life being stuck. (laughs) Hell, until really three years ago, two and a half years ago, if I'm being accurate. And so what we're going to dive into today in today's episode is what is that thing that helps people be successful? And And I already gave you the quote that says it all. Most of us make our decisions based on our moods. Oh, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing that. Or our negative thoughts. Oh gosh, look at what's happening right now. I've been back in the States for a week. There's the COVID lockdown. Crazy, right? Happening for months. Now, uh, and I'm not going to get too into this, although I have quite a bit to say about it, but the situation with George Floyd and then the protests and then the protests that transitioned into riots. And you may be feeling a, a type of way about the situation. Maybe you feel, yeah, you know, I'm glad that people are taking action and burning stuff down or, you know, or you might say, you know what, it's terrible that people are doing that regardless of the life that's lost. People also make decisions based on their energy levels. I I just don't have the energy to do this. That's a common one with exercise or circumstances. You know, I'm just not set up for success. People keep sabotaging me. My long drive to work, I'm just so tired. My kids, I've I got to do everything for them. It's just I get overwhelmed by all the information, the health information out there. 
And the real key to success is making your decisions based on your goals and values. And I would even, that, that's Chris's quote, but I would even add a third point to that or a third factor to that is making data-based decisions, right? Making decisions based on the data, on good data. What does that mean? It means objectively, being objective. So let's talk about that. And before I do, I want to kick this off by saying this. So many people, it's so funny. I have conversations with my clients right now. So many of my clients believe I'm this perfect person. They believe that I have this, that I stay on track with my nutrition all the time, that I always work out no matter what, no matter what I'm feeling. They believe that, um, you know, I'm just always, and even my, more successful, my more financially successful clients are like, uh, I had my client, Rick, who runs nine different businesses, right? Or is involved in nine different businesses. Like, I don't know how you do what you do, how you're always on point with uh, your calls. Cause I do a lot of coaching calls. I have a lot of one-on-one clients and then I have a coaching group and then I do other things. I do these podcasts. I do, you know, posts on Facebook. And so what I want to tell you is this, about 10 days ago, I got a call, or actually I think I called my dad and I talked to him and he said, the long story short is I'm in the emergency room right now. I've got these blisters on my legs and I can't do this. And he was unintelligible. It was hard to understand him. And I started freaking out. And what I did was, oh my gosh, because he has congestive heart failure. If you're not familiar with that, what that is, is a weakening of your heart to the point where your heart can't effectively pump blood through your system. There's actually a couple different variations or types of heart failure, congestive heart failure, but he has systolic heart failure, which means that the left side of his heart, the squeezing of his heart is not strong enough to pump the blood all throughout his system. Why does that happen? Well, lack of exercise, right? If you don't use it, you lose it, including uh, that includes your heart muscle. And other things, but um, that's, that's a big one. Can't get around that. So I thought that was the situation because pool, blood starts or, or fluid starts pooling in his legs and he gets these blisters. And I'm like, man, I'm going to lose my dad. He's going to die. I start crying. I had some emotional days. I also booked a flight. I mean, I, here, that universe, I tell you, I had been looking for a flight. I had a flight booked on June 11th, I think it was. And my business partner and I, Giselle, we look for flights and we see a flight. One seat is left on a flight for May 30th. And I got it. And I'm like, okay, I'm leaving again. And it's like the stress. My dad's in the hospital. He's, he's got this thing. He may die. I may not, he may not be alive if I uh, wait until June 11th. I need to go now. And I started eating because that was the only thing there was to do. I didn't have a gym, although I was exercising frequently. I'd already exercised, but I started eating. And I ate to the point where my stomach hurt. You know that feeling where you're like, oh man, not only did I eat a lot, but I'm like, I'm in physical pain because of how much I ate. And I did that day after day after day. And then when I showed up to... uh my dad's place, I, I arrived at Vero, uh, I'm sorry, Fort Lauderdale Airport, got some shit from the immigration officer there. I'm like, dude, I've been gone 
I just took a humanitarian flight. Let me in the damn country. I didn't say that, of course, but that was what I was feeling. I just gave him a really nasty look and just maintained very uncomfortable eye contact with him. I mean, I was completely comfortable, but he wasn't until he hurried things up and let me through. Negative emotions running high. I get to my dad's place. He's in, still in the hospital. I can't go and visit him because of the COVID lockdown, but at least I know he's being taken care of by medical professionals. And so I continue to stuff my face and eat. And um, then he comes home. I don't want him to come home. I wanted him to go into a physical therapy, an inpatient physical therapy clinic, which is what he did before, but he ended up leaving. And, And there's a backstory behind it. It turns out there's only one physical therapy place. The rest are nursing homes that offer physical therapy uh, to get old people's money in Vero beach. Cause that's the type of place it is. It's a retirement community. So the economy here, if you want to make money here, is basically on how do we get money out of old people? Hopefully for some of them, it's how do we serve the, the, the people of this community? But far too often, as you may have experienced just in general, it's more like, how do we get money out of people and give the least amount in return? And it seems like that's what he was in. So he got home. He's as weak as a kitten. What, what does that mean? Can't walk to the bathroom. Getting from his car to the, you know, 100 feet that it took, or, you know, maybe even probably actually less than that, to get to his place, he had to stop multiple times. If you know anything about energy systems, he was anaerobic walking with his walker to his door. And this is a walk that, he, that a month before, actually probably more like six weeks before this all this started, he could do with problems, but you know, not with the problems he's had now. What happened? He was laying, he had these infections that need to be treated. It turned out it wasn't the congestive heart failure. It was these infections on his, his legs that needed to be treated. He had a blood infection and he had infections with his legs. He needed to be put on antibiotics intravenously to fight them off. And guess what? It worked, saved his life. But in the process, because if you don't know about blood bacteria infections, it, the bacteria starts proliferating in your blood, getting to your organs, shutting down your organs, and you die. That's what, that's what happens. But he got the intravenous antibiotics, and it, and it cured him. But in the process, he was bedridden, lost muscle, lost weight. But guess what? Didn't lose fat, lost muscle. That's what's happening to a lot of you out there. You're like, hey, I lost weight, but I'm not doing any exercise at all. Yeah, you're losing muscle. So your body fat percentage is now higher. You just royally screwed the pooch, if that's what you've done, if that's happened to you. Happened to me when I got dengue fever in Thailand, lost six pounds in a very short period of time, but I could barely get out of bed. That was not just the muscle loss. I mean, I, I lost muscle. It was muscle loss, but um, you know, I also it makes you very weak too even in spite of the muscle loss. And boy, I was weak when I came back after that. Anyway, so the situation with him is that he's weak as hell. And then here's the thing, he's on medication and we were talking and, and, and it's so obvious what he needs to do. He needs to get his physical health back through exercise because exercise is the key to strengthening your heart, strengthening your muscles. And so many people don't get, oh, I'm not an exercise person. 
Cool. Are you a person who likes to go to your bath to the bathroom by yourself? Are you a person who likes to take a shower by yourself? Are you a person who likes to walk around without a walker? Are you a person who likes to have sex? Are you a person who, you know, like some of the people who I see on my travels throughout the world, they waited until they got retired to go travel the world and they they barely they can't do certain things because they lost their health along the way. Don't be like that. We'll, we'll talk about the, the values in a minute. If you're wondering what happened to that talk, we'll talk about the goals and values. But what I want to tell you is my dad's really lost his, but I've had to pull mine back. I've had to pull myself together multiple times. How do I do it? I'm above average intelligence, but I'm no genius. Got an IQ of 120, according to the only test I ever took, but I'm, that, that ain't 140. I'm no genius, people. I think the average is 100, and, um, and it doesn't matter. I know people with, uh, actually have talked to, with a person who listens to this podcast who has a genius level IQ. He's stuck as fuck because he couldn't stop smoking cigarettes. Not very smart for someone who is literally a genius. So what is it then? How come a guy like me, with all the things that I've been through in my life, gets back like how do i keep it all together how do i how do i create something that uh, my dad's smarter than me right he's got a higher iq than i do for sure i'm like how does this guy remember everything he doesn't even exercise i need all exercise i need sleep i need all these things for my brain to even you know to work right he doesn't do any of that and his brain works quite well and what i'm going to tell you is i'm very clear about what my goals and values are So what are my values? Let's start with that. My values are that I believe in integrity, not just integrity, meaning I don't lie to people and that type of thing, but integrity with myself. I don't bullshit myself. I take ownership and responsibility and I realize the cause and effect of my daily habits. And so when I started seeing myself overeating as a emotional response to the negative situation that I'm in, with my dad and the arguments I've had with him and the stress I've had with him and the not knowing if he was going to die or not and the stress of international travel during a global pandemic. I started saying, well, who do I want to be? Who, what, are, what is my values here? I want to show people that it's about taking ownership and it's about the things that you do, the habits that you have, the behaviors, because those behaviors are what leads to the outcome. Or some people might call it your destiny. And I want to show people you can make things happen. So funny, I also tell my dad about my business and how it's going so well in spite of all the circumstances with the COVID lockdown. And he's just like, well, how do you, I, but well, good luck for you. Enjoy it while it lasts. I'm like, it's not, I didn't win the lottery. People didn't go, oh, who has an online business? You do, Ted, here's some money. That didn't happen. I took actions. Giselle and I, my business partner and I, we took actions to make this success. We stepped up. Another thing is my business partner and I, we're separated. We were married and now we're separated. We both got into therapy so that we could step up emotionally and handle the situation of us losing our relationship, but still having the business together. She's in therapy once a week. I'm in therapy once a week. I Because one of my values is stepping up and doing the work that needs to be done instead of making excuses. 
I want to lead by example. Because if I'm not leading by example and I'm asking you to do things and I'm not able to do them or I don't do them, then that's bullshit. So I want to end that bullshit. Just like one of the clients who signed up to our coaching group recently, I said, what did you think when you saw my photo and I was eating ice cream and I was and I was ripped. Oh, well, I thought it was your metabolism. I'm like, well, then why was I fat when I was in my late 30s and I'm 43 and ripped? My metabolism got better with age? How the hell does that happen? Well, I'd, yeah, I don't know. Now she knows better. My value is to end that, to show you the truth. I value honesty. I value truth. Not just you know telling the truth, but to calling out calling out when we're making excuses. And so many of us, we make excuses. This episode is sponsored by Organifi. Do you want to know a secret that all my coaching clients follow? It's really simple, but powerful. Add vegetables into each meal. But let's be honest, most of us, including myself, don't eat the recommended servings of vegetables and fruits each day. So for those of us who are on the go or have trouble eating healthy, having a greens powder makes it easy to get your greens in every single day, no matter how busy you are. And that's why I use and recommend Organifi Green Juice, a superfood powder that you just add water to so that you can get your greens in even when you're on the go. The best thing about Organifi Green Juice is that it actually tastes great. But don't believe me, try it for yourself and use the code TED20, that's capital T-E-D, the number 20, at www.organifi.com. That's Organifi.com to receive 20% off your first order. But hurry, this is a limited time discount for Legendary Life listeners. Now, back to the episode. And, And that's what my dad is currently doing. He's like, oh, I wish I was. He told me the other day, I wish I wasn't in this situation. And I was like, why wish? Why hope? Why don't you just do the work? Get into a physical therapy program. Oh, age sucks, Ted. You don't understand. I'm like, yeah, I'm not your age. And I know, and I know the physiological effects of aging, although I'm not current, I'm experiencing the physiological effects of being 43, not 76. But I'll tell you this what I also know is that you're not even trying. You're not even doing the exercise. You're sitting around blaming your age. It's not, and here's the difference. If you go to the physical therapy and you do the three hours a day and you do that for weeks or even a month or two months, and then it doesn't work, then you can say, you know what? It didn't work. My age is the problem or whatever. But if you're not even going to do that, then you don't know. You're making stuff up. You're using your imagination. And I'll tell you something. Smart people like my dad use their intelligence to bullshit themselves. And I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, one of the reasons why you listen is because we have intelligent conversations. I get the best in the world here to talk about science, to talk about you know health, to talk about supplements, to talk about performance. I get the best of the world, and that's why you come to this podcast. I don't fluff you with the marketers, and you appreciate that. But I'm going to also suggest to you that you may be, you may have that tendency to bullshit yourself. Use your intelligence to talk yourself into some nonsense instead of using 
the truth, to see things as they are, to see your behaviors as uh, and your and the effects of them as cause and effect, action and consequence. Because if you're not enjoying the effects or, or enjoying your current life or your current health or your current financial situation or your current relationships, there's a cause to all of those things. And it isn't your genes. And to be honest, it isn't even your childhood or the trauma you've experienced. And it's not COVID-19. And it's not the protests. And it's not the history of the United States. It is not the circumstances. It's not the obstacles you face. It is your behavior. It is your mindset that causes you to act in a certain way, that causes the behavior, because it all starts with our thoughts or our mindset. And those thoughts are what leads to actions, the actions that we take in our life. And the actions we take in our life leads to the results that we get in our life. So simple. It's as simple, but also as hard as that. Recognizing our habits, being honest with them. I'm very honest. I'm, I'm emotional eating. And I've had to work hard to bring it in. I'm still in a, you know, I have one vein on my lower abdomen. And I'm like, if that thing starts going, then there's a problem. And it started going away. Not because I have a great, so I don't have a great metabolism, right? I have like the same metabolism as everyone else. I have different habits. And then my habits started to change. And then the results started to change. Do you see that? And so now I'm changing them back. I'm catching myself. And I had a great, um, you know, I had a great conversation with one of my coaching clients the other day. I was like, listen, who, uh, he had a guitar in the background. I'm like, who's your favorite guitarist? And he told me, I forgot the name. It's a new one-on-one client. Shout out to you, Kevin. I, I don't know if you listen to the podcast or not. He found me through Facebook. And I was like, yeah, who's your favorite guitarist? And he told me. And I'm like, have you ever seen him live? He's like, yeah, I've seen him a couple of times. I was like, cool. How many, do you think he's ever made a mistake while he was playing those times that you saw him live? He's like, yeah, man, of course. I was like, yeah, because being a professional doesn't mean that you never make mistakes. Only amateurs believe in perfectionism. Being professional means you know how you, is that you know how to rebound from your mistakes fast and you don't spend any time. What if, and and I use this example, and I want you to think about who's your favorite band or hip hop artist or whatever you're into, classical music, think about them. What if they messed up? And said, oh, I'm sorry, I messed up. I'm going to, the, the concert is over. They don't do that because they're pros. What do they do? They act like it didn't even happen. They get back on track and they keep playing the piece of music or the song or the, the rap or whatever. Why? Goals and values. That's what makes someone act like a pro. Their values are like, I'm, gonna, I'm here to deliver these people paid and I'm going to give them the best concert ever. I don't even need to talk to them to know that. That's what professionals do. And so I want to ask you, what are your values? Do you know them? What are your goals? Do your goals match your values? Does your behavior match your values? Because I'll tell you, one of the biggest sources of pain in our lives is when we know we have the potential for something great, but we don't do it. We, in other words, we have goals, we have values, but we're not acting, our daily habits aren't congruent with our 
with what we believe is important in life and our goals. It's the biggest source of pain. Because if, you, if you're overweight, but you don't value health, you're just like, yeah, I'm overweight. That's great. Health is, you know, a joke. Being healthy is a joke. But if you value health and you're overweight and you're not exercising, you look in the mirror, you're like, man, I don't feel good. I don't feel like I look good either. And it hurts. So it's really important. This is the key. And it's one thing that I've started helping my clients with because it's something I've learned like, wow, this needs to be dealt with. You've got to make decisions based on your goals and values, not your mood, not your negative thoughts, not your energy levels, not your circumstances. And I want to ask you, how often do you let your moods, thoughts, energy levels, or circumstances dictate what you do? I'll be honest. I didn't want to do this podcast today. I didn't want to record it. Not in the mood. I love doing these, but I'm, in an, I'm, in, I'm not in the best space. I want to go work out, but I don't feel like doing that either. I want to go to my dad's, but I just want to kind of relax. But I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. Why? Because my values. My values. I step up for this podcast. I will not be late for this podcast. I value acting in integrity with the people who we've hired. I need to not hit up Stan, who is our audio engineer, at the last minute. Actually, it's going to be a little bit last minute. Sorry, Stan. <laughs> Apologize, dude. It's been, a, it's been a rough 10 days. But my value is I got to step up and do this no matter what. And I already actually did one episode, had to erase it because it sucked, because I wasn't in the zone with it. Because again, I'm not going to put up something that I don't feel is good art, really. <laughs> like I'm, If it's not good quality, I'm not going to put it up. I value your time. And I put a lot of effort into this, even though sometimes I may fall flat and I may do a, a job that you don't feel like, oh, well, Ted, that wasn't your best episode ever. But I always give it my best. And I strive for progress. I strive to do my best, but I certainly don't strive for perfection. And if this turned out to be a bomb, I'm feeling good about what I'm doing today. But if it turned out to be a bomb, I would put it up anyway, because it gets to the point where it just needs to get done. Values, people. Values goals, responsibilities based on our values and goals. I'm going to go work out after this. Don't want to do it. That's my mood. I'm going to do it anyway. Why? Values, goals. Need to get the fat that's been creeping on my body off. Exercise is a part of that. Exercise is going to make me feel better. And also, I get to share with you here that I don't want to freaking do it. And I'm going to do it anyway. That's how we get to the place where, and, and I'm struggling right now, right? I'm not enjoying life. It's like, I got to figure this thing out with my dad. I'm living in a hotel room. Actually, a hotel room's nice. My business partner helped me out in that way. Giselle helped me out in that way. But it's not ideal, but it's part of the journey. And I know I'm going to be back on top as long as I push through and do my best and step up. And when I fall off, I get back on as soon as possible. And I make sure that I'm not making those decisions based on my moods, based on the negativity, based on the energy levels, based on the circumstances, based on what I've seen on TV, based on you know all those things that are going on right now with COVID, with George Floyd protests, with the rioting, with the uncertainty. That's how you get to where you want to be. And it's not easy to do. It's simple, 
but it's not easy to do. And I'll tell you this, one of the things, I'll share this lesson with you. One of the things that I coach my clients on consistently is they fall off. And I'm like, yes, of course you fall off because everyone falls off. I've fallen off right now. The goal is not to never fall off, like we talked about with the example with the guitarist and being professional. The goal is to get back on as soon as possible with as little drama as possible. Throw your little pity party, then get back on track. Cry if you need to, get back on track. Because it's not a problem if you hang out with the negative emotions. If, you, if you're crying, if you're sad, if you're distressed, if you see what's going on in the world and you're like, oh my gosh. If you see what's going on in the United States with the protests and the Black Lives Matter and the you know, horrible thing that happened to George Floyd, but it's a problem if you, hang, if you stay there. If you visit and feel the emotions, but it's a problem, if, it's good. And process the emotions, but if you get stuck there, that's a problem. Now you're acting, making decisions based on your mood the negativity, the negativity of other people even. Maybe your life is fine, but you're looking at the TV or the news online or the Twitter or the Facebook or whatever, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is messing me up. I can't believe what's going on right now. Maybe it's not your life. Maybe it's what's going on that's affecting you. But again, is that serving your higher purpose? Because if you want to end racism and end equality, and I, and I don't mean that from an extreme leftist perspective, by the way. What I mean is like equal human rights type of thing. Like if you're a human being, we should all be treated the same, right? Uh, I believe that if we have merit, uh, if some people are like, for example, I'm a better health coach than someone. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to shut up with that because I'm going off on a tangent. But the point is, you know, make decisions based on your values. Don't get stuck. Don't get off track. Don't lose focus of why you're here. Because if you want the, if you want the world or your city or your country to be a better place, it starts with you. It starts with us. And that's what I want to leave you with. No call to action today. No go join my <laughs> challenge. I will say this, if you're waiting for the challenge, well, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Um, you know, my dad comes first. Why? Because again, we're making money, but um, I'm prioritizing my family first, my dad first. This situation needs to be figured out and I need to keep serving my current clients before we start doing the challenge. So hold on. We'll, we'll be launching it soon and I can't wait to launch it, to be honest. Giselle and I are really... Uh, geared up uh, and, and excited to launch it. We love doing the challenge. It's so much fun. But again, got to make decisions based on the goals and values. My value is that my father comes first. Very clear for me. So I'm going to wrap things up now. I don't know what else to say here. But think about that. Think about how you're making decisions in your life. Think about all the decisions you made today. Start being conscious of them. Be conscious of where you on, how long were you on Facebook today? What did you watch on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram? What did it do for you? Did it help you move you towards your values and goals or, or did it take you away from them? What did you eat for breakfast today? What did you eat for lunch? What did you eat? What will you eat for dinner? What were your snacks today? Did that help you bring you closer to your goals and values or did it help you take away from, or did it take away from them? How, think about all the interactions with the people you had today. Did you show up as the person that is congruent with your goals and values? 
Or did you let the negativity and your mood and your energy levels dictate that? Think about these things. Become aware of them. Ask yourself, is this congruent with what I believe is right for me, my goals, my values, what I truly believe is important? And when you can say yes more times than no, your experience of life is going to be very different. And that's what I want to leave you with. I love you. Have an amazing weekend. And I'll speak to you soon.